What's going on, guys? Hope you all are doing well. Welcome back to the Run Free Podcast. This is episode number 13, and this one's going to be called, What Kind of Fatigued Are You? So I'll get into that, obviously, here in a little bit, but before I do, just want to say a quick congrats. Uh, you know, cross-country season's in full swing now. A lot of uh, high schoolers and collegiates are getting down to the end of the season, and so starting reports are starting to roll in about how, how races are going, and I was uh, stoked to learn that uh, the team that I used to coach up in Reading, U-Prep, they just qualified for the state meet, won their uh, sections for both men and women. And they have like 11 kids on their team, so uh, they're just doing amazing for for uh, the size of their school, and I'm just so stoked for them. Um, that was such a amazing period for me to get to coach, and really kind of when I fell in love with coaching. So, so thankful to those kids, and go get them at state, guys. You're going to crush it. And uh, yeah, also, you know, uh, university cross country is getting going. A lot of regionals going on right now. Uh, one of our coaches, Rachel Johnson, and who I also coach as a pro runner, uh, she's the head women's coach at Liberty University. So she's got her crew going today. So good luck to you guys. Hope you guys crush it at sections, or I guess it's regionals. And uh, yeah, heading down to state meet tomorrow. Arizona state meet is. Uh, for Hanna and Mia, Flagstaff High School, they're going tomorrow. So we'll be down in Phoenix. And I know it's freezing cold in other parts of the country. In Phoenix tomorrow, it's going to be like 87. So <laughs> we're going to be cooking down there. I might pull out my old uh, ice vest from the Beijing Olympics and let the girls warm up and that guy try and keep them cool as long as I can, which probably seems crazy to some of you guys in some colder climates. But that's Arizona for you. So anyways, um wanted to talk a little bit well first off i wanted to do the i mentioned doing an episode on mantras which i'm super excited about and the list kind of keeps getting longer and longer um but i what's happening is i'm always intending to record this podcast and then get more excited to talk about something else (laughs) and so that that mantras episode is coming but it's not going to come to you till the next one so look for that uh next thursday or friday it'll be coming your way um what i wanted to talk about today is something that i was thinking a lot about the last couple days um so you know i recorded that podcast a couple days ago i was talking to you guys about the workout that i'd been doing the eight by mile on uh with 60 seconds rest eight by mile hard with 60 seconds rest and uh the next two days i found myself kind of like super fatigued so i wanted to talk to you guys about fatigue today um but before i do that it kind of is i'm in a little interesting phase of training myself and i i hope that this might be helpful for some of you guys who are maybe just starting out in your training maybe you've never trained for a marathon before maybe you're just really out of shape and you're you're working to get back into shape which is you know where i'm at um but there's a lot of people in that kind of initial startup phase and so i want to talk to you guys directly for a second um because i the the phase of training i'm in like sarah and i are joking with each other it's called like the last of the mohican style training (laughs) so uh the reason why we call it that is because i'm literally listening to last of the mohicans that's part of it um but also like i mentioned in our last episode we live in like a heavily treed area like we're buried out in the forest on dirt roads we have to haul in our own water you know you live in the sticks when you got to bring in your own water (laughs) byo water if you come to my house um 
but anyways you know i'm just i'm just running on these dirt roads behind my house and it's just thick woods no one out there super quiet kind of up and down dirt roads kind of rocky all over the place and uh the reason why i'm doing that is because you know i've trained in flagstaff off and on since 2010 and i know if i go back and train on some like lake mary road where everyone does all the pros do their thresholds and where sarah does all her threshold running up here I know that's going to be discouraging for me, you know, because when I ran those roads, you know, I ran there before when I was in 204 shape um, before Boston. So, you know, for me to go back to that spot and run on that same roads and see the same, see splits that are nowhere near what I used to do would be extremely discouraging. So I think there's a time and place for, especially if you're just getting back into running, maybe you just took your break after track season. Um, Maybe you're just beginning your base building. Like, I think there's a really healthy time to get away from the watch a little bit, get away from courses you typically run and just go like bury yourself out in the forest and like just go find the right rhythm, find the right effort. Don't be worried about pace. Don't be comparing how fast you're running now to how fast you were running, you know, six months ago with the fittest that you'd ever been in your life. Like just get away from all of that and just like switch it all up like training a totally different location some some place that you just have no grid for pace and that's been like so helpful for me as i'm getting back into running because literally like i have no idea what's good or what's not good (laughs) where where i'm running right now because i've never been in good shape and run there before all i know is now my fitness now and i can measure my fitness now and i'm seeing growth from week to week and workout to workout which is what you're going for but i'm sure it's like nowhere near what would be encouraging out on lake mary so there's a a a phase when you're getting back into training i think it's really important that you just find that right rhythm and you're you're so focused on effort and not so focused on hitting a particular pace. So, you know, for, for our athletes that we're coaching through Run Free, if that's you guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, that sounds really nice. Like, I feel like I could just use some just free-flowing runs where I just go out in, in the sticks and I just run hard on the trail for 30 minutes instead of doing like a four or five mile threshold or whatever like please communicate that to your coach um you know we need to feed that and if that's you if you feel like you're in that phase of training tell your coach that so that we can switch things up for you and we can uh, make it easier for you to get back to the level of fitness that you were previously at or that you want to get to Um, another kind of side note being in this kind of phase of training that i'm in of you know not being in great shape and and building and trying to get back into good shape is a a question that one of my friends asked me recently she was she's like oh so you're getting back into running she's like is it is it fun getting back into running which is like a totally normal question you know but i remember i I was kind of like stumped by the question for a little bit like i had to think because i was like fun i was like hmm and i was like no no it's not really fun right now (laughs) But I see a big difference between like having fun and finding joy in something. And so for me, like my honest answer is like, no, it's not really a lot of like, I can't remember having any runs so far. And I've been training for what, seven, eight weeks now. And I don't think I've gone on one run where I was like, that was like the sensation of running was really fun. Like I just felt like I was floating, felt smooth, felt light, felt um, really fit. Like I have not had one run like that. 
and not even one run where I'd be like, that was really fun. Now, with that said, I can certainly find joy every single day when I go out there running. Like today, I did an eight-mile threshold, and it was super hard. I was breathing really hard, and it wasn't necessarily fun. The sensation of it was not fun. It was hard and not smooth and (laughs) not fit, and all these things are difficult. Um, But I could find joy in like loving pushing myself, loving being out in the forest, in the tranquility of God's creation. Like there's always something that I can find joy with. And, you know, particularly going and running with Sarah, my daughters or Jimmy or whoever, uh, the, the social component is really like fills me with joy right now. And, and is even fun. Like I enjoy socializing on runs. So, you know, I, I can find the joy if I look for it and if I'm have eyes to see it, but I'm not necessarily in a phase where like running is really fun. And so just for you guys who are maybe in a similar phase as myself, it's okay to go through periods of training where it's just like not very much fun in terms of the sensation of running. Even like for myself, like doing these workouts is really hard. And then I'll kind of hop into today's subject. Um, The last two days, just Sarah dropped me on our easy run, <laughs> which is not surprising, you know, like I, I used to get dropped on my easy runs by the ladies when I was running professionally. And so, you know, I'm, I'm used to that. That didn't necessarily bother me, but my legs just felt super, super heavy. And then yesterday did another easy run also just felt super fatigued. And, uh, you know, first off, you guys got to understand, like, so I'm doing, you know, these eight by mile workouts, but then I'm doing a pretty insane, like leg workout later in that day in the afternoon after my hard session of doing like, like, I think last time I did 10 sets of really heavy, uh, ha- uh full squats. Um, and then like 10 sets of hex bar deadlift, 10 sets of, uh, weighted back extensions 10 sets of hamstring flexions uh superset it with the ab workout so like that was my afternoon session after 12 miles of you know quality running in the morning so like i'm really i would never prescribe that for any runner (laughs) which you might might make you think why are you doing it then but it's it's because my goals are so unique it's like i'm trying to like retain some strength here um and yet still get running fit so i'm really like slamming my legs and my body super hard on the hard days so then my easy days just you know i feel pretty wrecked pretty beat up and so you know i kind of have this expectation of like i'm gonna feel really tired tomorrow for example because i'm gonna go hit some really heavy deadlifting this afternoon um so that's kind of to be expected. But I was thinking a lot about like how important it is to figure out like what kind of fatigued are you? What kind of tired are you? Um, because ans- being able to answer that question helps you solve the problem, get yourself out of that fatigue. So real quick, I want to describe to you guys kind of, because I know like for myself when I was running professionally, I wouldn't really think about too much like, well, what kind of fatigue is this? I'd just be like, man, I feel like trash today. And then I just kind of like leave it at that and be frustrated with that and never really get to the bottom of it, you know, and just hope I feel better tomorrow. 
and that's kind of like a very surface level way to look at your training um, compared to now yesterday I'm out on my easy run and I spent a good part of that run trying to assess my fatigue and be like well what kind of fatigue am I feeling right now because if I can figure out what kind of fatigue I'm feeling then I know how to get myself out of it I know how to fix the problem I know how to get back into a good spot with my training so I want to talk to you guys about different types of fatigue that I see and have experienced um the first one is muscular fatigue and so that's just kind of like that sore beat up dead-legged feeling oftentimes this can come from weight training like with run free athletes like we prescribe weights and those will kind of flatten your legs especially the next day i think usually we're only prescribing like you know four sets and varied rep ranges so it shouldn't beat you up too bad but you will feel a little bit of muscular fatigue the next day from that. Or if you do it like how I do it, training, you're going to feel a lot of muscular fatigue, a lot of soreness. And so you can kind of tell when you're muscular fatigued just by like that kind of really dead-legged feeling and feeling like physically sore. So that one's pretty, that, I'd say that's the easiest one to figure out. Uh, the next kind of fatigue that I see is like whole body fatigue. So I'm kind of like grouping together a lot of different kinds of fatigues here. But it's in in this you there'd be like hormonal fatigue, overtraining. Just this is just that kind of like I am fried feeling, you know. And usually this is like a type of fatigue that you've been feeling for maybe a longer period of time. Maybe it's been a week. Maybe it's been a month. Like this is something that's been kind of like. A trend in your training you're feeling more and more fried uh, an example from my career when I had this was prior to the 2007 Olympic trials I was training uh, beginning my preparation for that race like four months before and my train was just getting worse and worse and worse so this that's also another kind of way to know if you're just kind of whole body fatigue is if you're if your training is trending worse which mine was and I couldn't identify why it was trending worse I just could feel it and I knew from my workout results it was getting worse so for this kind of fatigue it takes a little bit more of a drastic intervention so like for myself I had to take three days completely off and just like reset my body I ate like as much food as I could during that time just trying to like total like press the reset button so you know that could be a three-day period it could be a two-day period it could be a week long it could be a two-week long it kind of depends like how deep of a hole you've dug yourself in how long you've been feeling this fatigue the longer you've been feeling the fatigue usually like the longer the break you're gonna have to take so that's kind of that whole body i'm fried i'm overtrained hormonally i'm zapped um i'm maybe super lean really weak like that's the kind of fatigue i'm talking about when i talk about whole body fatigue uh, so the next one I want to talk about is just sleep fatigue. Like obviously you guys know what that feels like. It's like you just wake up and your alarm goes off and you're tired. You're not sleeping well at night. You're having a hard time falling back asleep if you wake up in the middle of the night. And and you're having coffee or caffeine and it's not really doing much for you. You're having to have more and more and more. This is just like a sleep fatigue, a sleep issue. Um, so for this one, it could you could be having sleep issues, obviously for a whole bunch of different reasons. But some of them might be um, you're overtrained, you know, like not being able to sleep well. Sometimes directly 
related to overtraining. Could be just like your room is not cool enough. You need earplugs. Your room's not dark enough. You're looking at screens right before you go to bed. You're waking up in the middle of the night and then you're looking at screens. You're waking up in the middle of the night and then you're thinking about a million things. Stress is a huge, huge one, which is why like for our run free athletes, it's really important that you guys develop some type of like meditation, prayer, de-stressing routine, especially right prior to bed. That's the best time that you can um, do these things. So, you know, for these, it's like, like find a way to make up that sleep, like try to get extra hours, try and take a nap on the weekend. Like just the only way to get through this kind of fatigue is to sleep more. And you might have to reduce your training load a little bit if it is like a overtraining thing, which if you're doing everything right and you're still not able to sleep, then it, it's probably an overtraining issue. And so that's when you need to communicate that with your coach being like, listen, I'm still not sleeping well and I'm really overtrained. So I'm getting invaded by Siberians, Siberian Huskies that is right now. So a little distracted, but yeah. So if, if you're doing everything right in the sleep category and still having a hard time sleeping, then tell your coach, we need to reduce your training load and see if that helps with that sleep. Um, the last kind of fatigue is an energy fatigue. So this kind of fatigue is just like you're in a calorie deficit. You're feeling really low energy throughout the day on your runs. Um, and so this is the one that I thought when I was running yesterday, I, I was like, I, I think I'm actually, I was trying to figure out what kind of fatigue I was feeling like I was telling you guys. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of muscular fatigue the day before. And then on the second day, uh, you know, two days after my workout, I felt like I had some pop in my legs. Like they found, felt bouncy. I wasn't really sore. Um, I felt like I could have been able to move along, but then I was out running and it's just an easy run running, you know, way slower than say marathon pace, like two minutes slower than marathon pace should have been really easy, really comfortable. I felt like I was breathing really hard and that can be a really good way to know if you're in this kind of like energy fatigue state is like, if you're running really chill, really easy and you're just like, man, I'm breathing hard. Like, I feel like I'm working hard and I'm running really slow. Like oftentimes that is energy fatigue. And I could tell like even like I did weights before I went for my run and I was a little bit weaker in the weight room, like just one or two less reps than I would typically be able to do. I was doing like bench press and upper body weights. And then I could just tell like I'm waking up in the middle of the night hungry and just I feel like I'm kind of trying to thread a needle right now. I'm in a very tricky spot where I'm trying to get lighter and I'm trying to get fitter at the same time and I'm going to do a whole episode on like how to try and thread that needle and like I said it is very tricky and so um you you got to be really sensitive and listening to your body when you're doing this and you got to still set up your workouts right so anyways that's kind of what I was leaning towards when I was running yesterday I was like I don't think it's muscular I don't and, you know I'm not fried like my training's been getting better and better every week um but I definitely feel like really kind of low energy, kind of weak, kind of um, like I'm working way harder than I should be working. And so I was thinking, okay, I think it's energy fatigue, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach it like it is. And so all I did for that is, you know, I kept my calories pretty much the same as I've been doing and, and losing weight on the level of calories that I'm at right now, which I don't even add it up. I just...
to eat clean and uh and kind of manipulating my calories a little bit and like i said i'll, I'll talk about that in a later episode um, but i kept things pretty much the same and i did notice like i'm like really hungry throughout the day um but then at night right before bed what i did is usually i just have like 50 grams of protein and i go to bed and you know quick side tip like right before you go to bed is a great time to have slow burning protein uh muscular whey protein is what i'd recommend for you guys for that it's a slow burning protein uh, you can just buy it on amazon or wherever you buy protein shakes um and it's a really slow burning protein you want to give your body that slow burning protein so that you know as it's restoring itself as you sleep it can rebuild um itself properly and and i've had really really good success with that if you don't like muscular whey or protein shakes you could also do cottage cheese which isn't exactly super fun either but <laughs> but uh, those are kind of two good options but so anyways that's what i usually do before bed but i was like okay with this energy fatigue i'm feeling all i'm gonna do is i'm gonna eat 400 calories of healthy carbohydrate i think i had like brand cereal which i don't really recommend that if you have a hard workout in the morning but i have a pretty good stomach and i can handle fiber usually you try and stick with something a little more simple um so anyways all i did 400 extra calories of carbohydrate had my usual protein and went to bed full and after i had that meal um i, I could feel my body just being like thank you like i could feel it being like restored and like energy wise like i could tell just walking up my steps i was like oh i feel better you know so i went to bed got a really good night's sleep and went out and uh did an eight mile threshold run this morning from my house and last the mohican style and had a really good one my best threshold of this build-up and the average like 559 pace which again it's it's weird for me to hear myself say that that's fast considering i used to run my thresholds at 448 pace but <laughs> like i said there's a time period where you gotta just get away from all that and you gotta have a totally different grid so that's kind of you know where i'm at with that but i was thinking about it i was like man like so if if i would have thought for example it was uh, muscular fatigue i would have given myself another easy day that would have been the right move if you're if you're just like my legs are just beat up i'm not like walking around low calorie depleted feeling weak like i don't think it's a calorie or energy issue then you give yourself another recovery day and then try the workout the following day and that's something really really important for athletes to run free too like make sure you're communicating that with your athlete or your coach if you go for your easy run and you're like i'm just really muscular fatigued i'm really sore from the hill sprints we had you doing or from um your last workout or from the weights like push that workout back a day we want you to hit your workouts we it's more important that you hit the workout than that you do the workout on the prescribed day so make sure you're um you know communicating that with your coach so they can tweak your training throughout the week um, so that's what you do with muscular fatigue. Obviously, if you have that whole body fatigue, like I said, that's a more drastic issue. One in which we might, you know, start with three days off completely. If you're still not feeling better, maybe we take four or five or it turns into a week. Like that's a more drastic measure. Um, the energy fatigue, it's like, like, like for myself, like I was just literally one meal, literally 400 calories of extra carbohydrate away from having a good workout like i can guarantee you if i didn't give myself that meal um that extra calories last night before bed like i would not have had a good workout i would have been really depleted really weak not feeling good but instead like 
I was just one meal away from having a good session. So that might be you too. Like if, especially if you're in a weight loss phase and you're trying to lean out a little bit, like oftentimes when you have bad workouts or bad runs, it's just because you're calorie depleted and you're just, your body is, is fatigued and it does make it harder to recover from workouts when you are in that calorie depleted, um, weight loss phase. So just realize like maybe I just, need one more meal so that's why it's so so important i encourage you guys when you are out there on your easy runs and you are feeling fatigued like don't just stop it like i'm so fatigued i'm so tired and then just leave it at that like take the time to go into your mind to go into your heart to feel your body and feel that type of fatigue to go into it and to figure out like what is it and what is my body trying to communicate to me through this fatigue? Because that's how you're going to get through. That's how you're going to continue to absorb your training. And that's really, you know, the goal of, of what we want for our athletes, our run-free athletes, is we want you guys to feel like you're sponges absorbing the training. And if you're not, like, we need to customize things. We need to tweak things um, so that you are. And I know that might sound weird, like what is a sponge absorbing training but it's this thing of like feeling like you're growing and that you you do have it doesn't mean you're gonna feel like a million bucks every day like like i guarantee you i'm gonna feel like trash tomorrow and i'm gonna feel a little bit tired the next day but then i'm gonna have a good workout the day after that you know so and not every single workout has to be like an improvement but just looking at the general trend and trajectory of your fitness you're seeing it go up from week to week from month to month if that's the case case you're absorbing your training if you're feeling like your workouts are just plateauing and you're doing all the little things that we try to address at run free training with the nutrition your sleep the one percent things what's going on in your head and heart you feel like all oh, that's going well but your training's just kind of plateaued out then we need to make some changes in your actual training so um, so so important that we figure out our fatigue and what kind of fatigued we are and that we're communicating that with with our coaches so I hope this has been helpful for you guys. And uh, like I said, next week we'll definitely be getting to the mantras. Speaking of that, I'd love to hear, you know, like this podcast, like I'm just trying to start discussions, trying to start conversations, trying to get you guys thinking and being aware of what's going on in your head and your heart. Um, but also, too, like I love hearing your guys' feedback. I've gotten a lot of great ideas for future podcast episodes. And I uh, would love to hear, you know, with this mantras episode that's going to be coming up next week, I'd love to hear some of your guys' favorite mantras. So um, probably the best way actually to share those with me is just to DM me on Instagram, Ryan Hall 3 um, That's a, an easy way to share your mantras and would love to, to hear ones that are working for you. I know for myself, my mantra today when I was out running was... Um, I want you to be, this is literally what I was telling myself the first four miles of my threshold. I was like, I want you to be licking your chops. I want you to be licking your chops. I want you to be licking your chops. Because I don't know about you guys, but I have a tendency to overrun my thresholds, to like go out super hard, and then I'm just like hanging on for dear life, you know? And I really wanted to like, like I said, run the right effort level. So I was like, just, you know, feel like you're you're holding the reins on a horse and you're holding it back and you're holding it back and you're holding it back and then when you get to halfway you get to four miles you can start ratcheting it down ratchet it down ratchet it down and then you know open it up that last mile and go for it you know so um that was kind of the self-talk that was going on in my head but i'd love to hear you know mantras that work for you guys um over your experiences and 
Until next time, guys, happy training, and I'll sign off for now. Thanks, guys.